Welcome to the Making It Pod Course, a 30-day course for makers in business here on the Create and Thrive Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jess Van Den, and during the course, I'll be bringing you daily lessons on mindset, money, marketing, and business management to help you make it in the handmade business world. Every lesson is absolutely free here on the podcast, so make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. If you want regular updates and reminders via email, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com to register, and you'll also get weekly lesson summaries. If you're enjoying the course, please do share it with your Handmade Biz community in Facebook groups you're part of, at markets, and share it on your Instagram feed or stories. Please tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come on over and say hello. And the hashtag for the course is hashtag making it podcourse. If you want to take your learning to the next level, you can join me for the daily course conversation with hundreds of other makers in my private membership community for makers, the Thriver Circle. Head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more about that. So you ready? Let's do this. Week one, lesson five, overcoming overwhelm. Hi everybody, Jess here. So today I want to talk about our good old friend overwhelm. Today's quote comes from Sandra Clark of Pretty Endings and she says, I struggle with inadequacy, sure, because I'm learning as I go. So I cut myself a break and keep going. Easy peasy, right? It's when I start breaking down the goals and the steps and all the little things that go into starting and maintaining a business one that makes a profit because that's a big part of why I'm doing this, that the overwhelm settles in. And right on its heels, discouragement and fear pop out of the closet. I thought I'd hidden them in. What is overwhelm? I think you probably know. (laughs) I'm sure you've experienced it. It's that feeling of being swamped. Uh, Like we can no longer keep our head above the water and when everything piles up, And it's just too much. And sometimes we break because we get too overwhelmed. I think we've probably all experienced some sort of creative burnout or, you know, overwhelm, overwork in the past. And, you know, even if we don't break, sometimes when we are faced with overwhelm in a less dramatic way, we give up. Whether it's for today, this week, this month, or sometimes even forever. And it's something that we all experience in different aspects of our lives, right? So where does overwhelm come from? Usually, it comes from overcommitting ourselves. This is obviously in uh, relation to business I'm talking about here. Sometimes there are things in other elements, uh, other aspects of your life that are imposed upon you and they're not something that you can control and that's a whole different kettle of fish but when it comes to overwhelm with our businesses and our work usually it's self-inflicted because we've overcommitted ourselves it's a lack of congruence between expectations and reality like we talked about in an earlier lesson and then comes overwhelm because we expect one thing another thing happens we feel swamped we feel overwhelmed and then we give up Now, it's a very common problem and we, you know, some of us do it 
on a regular basis. We throw our hands up in the air and say, I can't do this, and we walk away from it. Uh, Some of us do it in little ways that lead to things like procrastination, which we'll talk about in a future lesson this week. But the long and short of it is, it's it's an awful feeling and it's a horrible place to be in, and it's a place that we want to avoid as far as possible. I have reached a point in my business where overwhelm very, very rarely happens these days. And that's deliberate. That's because I've worked hard to design a workday and get real with my expectations about where I'm going to go and what I'm going to be able to do. And so because of all of the work I've done in many, many aspects of my business, overwhelm is something that very rarely appears in my working life these days, which is really wonderful. (laughs) But I remember what it was like when overwhelm got me. I had a really big burnout um, many years ago now where I just overworked myself massively and I was getting really unhealthy because I was, you know, sitting and working for 16 hours a day. And I, you know, all these thoughts and ideas were flying at me and there were so many things I could have been doing and that I felt like I should have been doing. That old word, should. And I burnt out and had to take a break because it was just all too much. And if you haven't experienced that, I would really love to help you avoid experiencing that. So how do we overcome overwhelm? We do it by reducing our commitments, by dialing back our expectations, by minimizing our to-do lists, and also by taking care of our mental and physical health so we have the strength to face challenges and stressful times. I'll give you a couple of examples of how I've done this in my own life and work. When it comes to to-do lists or the weekly tasks, now I'm fully self-employed and I've been fully self-employed since 2010. What that means is every single day is wide open for me to do whatever I want to do. Well, wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) Every single day is wide open for me to organize the way I want to organize it so that I get the work done that I've determined needs to be done. What does that actually look like? Well, it looks like only working about four or five hours a day and only on weekdays. Now, of course, I do little extra little bits like, you know, hanging out on Instagram, occasionally of an evening and things like that. But generally speaking, apart from that one thing, I have defined work hours. And that took me years to kind of clarify and clear on that. I don't work on weekends. I have Sundays completely offline as much as possible, uh, unless there's something happening like this course, where <laughs> I've determined that for a period of time, it's okay for me to, you know, hop on and check on things on the weekend. But normally I have Sundays off completely and I don't check emails on the weekends, things like that, putting boundaries around your working hours so that it's not always about work all the time. Uh, with my weekly planning, what I do is I sit down at the beginning of the week and I actually, I do it on a Sunday night. Oftentimes I'll sit down with a glass of wine, make it a nice experience. I'll put on my, I've got a written uh, calendar on my desk, you know, a weekly planner. And I write any appointments that I have on that and highlight them. And then I look at what tasks carried over from last week and what tasks I need to get done this week and I'll make a list of those and then I only schedule Monday and Tuesday 
that's it. Apart from like appointments that I have, the only, I only schedule work into Monday and Tuesday. And the rest of the week I leave open. That might sound a bit crazy, but what it actually ends up what actually ends up happening, and I did this because over years of experience I realized the reality of the situation, is that sure, I schedule Monday and Tuesday. And then oftentimes some of those tasks will take longer, and so I end up having to do them on Wednesday or maybe even Thursday. And then during the week Things come up, you know, orders come in that I have to do, uh, experience, uh, opportunities might arise that I have to quickly deal with. So I'm leaving white space in my time, in my calendar to deal with these things that will pop up that I can't anticipate. And so what ends up happening is I pretty much by the end of the week have ended up filling up my whole week. And of course, other jobs and other ideas pop up as well as the week progresses. So by not over committing myself, I leave enough space in my working week that generally ensures that I have pretty much everything done. And another thing I do is make time to take care of me. Every morning, almost every week, weekday morning, uh, the first thing I do is I, you know, I start the day in bed and I read. I read. We'll have a cup of tea, and then I'll get up and exercise. And it was funny this week because <laughs> I said to Nick at the beginning of the week, I'm going to have a really busy week. I've got to, you know, do a whole bunch of planning and recording and marketing for this podcast. And then one morning I'm, I'm down on my elliptical, which is in our garage, which is also a jewelry studio working out. And I got off and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my yoga now. And Nick was like, aren't you like super busy this week? And I'm like, yes, but you know, I have to do this to take care of me. And he's like, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, I've determined that you know, I need that time and I need that exercise to function at my best. And that if I skip it, I'm just doing myself a disservice. So, you know, you might've heard the old saying, the time to take a break is when you don't have time to. (laughs) That's kind of what it comes down to is making things, the things that matter a real priority and working your life around those things. So there's lots of ways we can do this, but Probably the easiest way is to remove commitments or obligations or excessive expectations upon ourselves. So your action step for this week is to ask yourself, what can you remove from your life now or in the near future that will reduce your feelings of overwhelm? So just ask yourself that, what can I remove from my life either today or this week or next week that is going to reduce overwhelm? It might be something to do with your business. You know, maybe you're trying to master three different types of social media at the same time and running yourself ragged. Or it might be something in your wider life, something that you have committed to that in the past that perhaps doesn't serve you anymore and that you're just doing out of habit or obligation that you can let go of, whether it's obligation to someone else or to yourself. We often Stay doing things because we started doing them, not necessarily because they're the right thing for us anymore. So really look at that and see what aspects of these commitments are causing you undue stress or contributing to your overwhelm that you can actually let go of. If you want more on this topic, uh, I have a workshop over in the Thriver Circle for members. It's a video workshop and it's called Strategies to Reduce Stress and Relax. 
you may not know this, but I'm actually a 200 hour trained yoga teacher. So I have quite a lot of experience with this whole reducing stress and relaxing thing. And I love teaching about mindfulness and yoga and other strategies that you can use. And in that workshop, I talk about those and many other strategies you can use to reduce stress and relax, which will, of course, lead to reducing overwhelm in your life as well. Thanks for joining me for the Making It podcast. If you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you would consider sharing it with your community on Facebook and Instagram. Remember to tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come over and say hello. And if you want to take your learning to the next level and join me and hundreds of other amazing makers for the daily course conversation, come on over and become a member of the Thriver Circle, my private membership community for makers, full of educational resources, workshops, courses, members-only podcasts, and regular live teaching events with me. I'm Jess Van Den, and I'll be back again tomorrow with your next lesson. Keep thriving, and goodbye for now.